Well, hello, hello, everybody. How you doing there, my funky monkeys? It is your best friend. You know, Uncle Boo from Borderline Texas Trash, guys. Your host with the most, baby. We are going to get down and get funky like a monkey and talk about some convoy freedom today, baby. Two, two. Excuse me, guys. I didn't mean to burp on that. Uh, too much coffee. I'm coming in on a red eye here, babies. It's 914 here in the M-Dub when I'm recording it. And man, it's been a long week. And of course, you know the routine, guys and gals. If you're listening to this, that means it's fucking Friday. It means your week is over or fixing to be over. And you made it through another rough week. So sit back, relax, hit play, drink some coffee, get a break from reality. Listen to Uncle Boo with Borderline Texas Trash, ladies and gents. Glad you're here. Glad I'm here. <laughs> well, I had some bad news. I um, had my YouTube video going and all that, and then right in the middle of it, the dogs decided to start freaking playing and knock the curtain down. So I am still doing the episode on regular, but it, I mean, I'll have my YouTube channel. I'll have the episode on it, but... It won't be uh, of me in front of the camera because of my doggies. Anyways, but I'm still getting the episode out, and I'm glad you're here for episode 92. Can you believe that shit? Eight more. I mean, geez, this is this is crazy, man. This is crazy. I can't believe I'm still doing it, and I can't believe you guys are still uh, here for the ride with me. I appreciate it. And that loves you so much, guys. It means a lot to me. Especially uh, my friend up there in Canada. Friend of the show. Fan of the show. She said she loves it. Loves what I'm doing. Thank you very much. So, give a shout out there. My numbers keep growing, guys. And I just, I love it. Because I really don't do any advertising besides word to mouth and maybe on Facebook and stuff. And yes, on Facebook, I posted a picture before I recorded this and I made a little video. So y'all go check that out on Facebook. Uh, like I said, we're on Spotify too, Instagram. So go check us out everywhere, man. We everywhere, but I'm glad you're here. And man, just glad you're back guys. <coughs> Basketball season for little Jackson's fixing a wind down. I mean, for Jackson's fixing a wind down at his last game Saturday, but then we get a little break. Then it's just diving right into basketball to baseball season. He loves his baseball, but whew. I'm glad you guys are doing good tonight. I'm like I said, I'm coming on a red eye. It's been a long week. You know, I kind of usually stay on top of my stuff, but I kind of messed around this week and I, I was caught up on my uh other podcast and I uh Took a little break with the kids and stuff. Watched some TV a little bit. Chilled out, to th- chilled out with them. But just a little, little R&R, guys. But I'm back, and I'm ready to record as always, man. I got to have something for my fans, dude. But I uh, hope you're doing good. I'm doing good. And, yes, I am going to touch on the uh, the uh, con- uh, con- uh, Freedom Convoy or the Convoy Freedom or whatever they're calling it in Canada. Yeah, I salute them truckers for standing their ground. Fuck them, man. Yep. Uh, but anyways, yeah, man, we'll talk about that, but I'll do that towards the end because I'm going to ramble on it. It's going to take a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, I hope everybody's doing fine like wine, baby. But mm, it's going to be a good show today. We got good old funky stuff to get down on and some laughs and some good old good old comical stuff, man. So I might have a good old show packed for an hour today, and hopefully I do. Because I don't like doing them 25, 30-minute shows sometimes. <clears throat> it feels like I uh, rob you guys and don't give you what you want, you know. So, hey. And, hey, I'm open to suggestions. Y'all got anything? You know, and hey, we can talk on that group chat that were that well that uh, that I have on Facebook too. I just got to set it to private, where people could just in our group can see because I post stuff, but it goes to the main deal. So I got to go back set my settings on that. But y'all, let's uh, talk and uh, just bring up some shit on the group on the group board there. So it'd be great to talk to y'all and get to know the fans like that, so we can interact more and stuff. 
I think it'll be a fun time. Yeah. Well, I guess enough of that, and uh, I guess we'll uh, get this show on the road. What do you say? We'll start out with our favorite, like we always do. You know, stupid news, man. I got some great stupid news today, like always. You know, and I got to dig down deep. And I want to give a shout out to my man out there that's walking the streets, walking the beat, looking at the internet all the time, digging, diving for these great stories he finds for me. I can't give him his name because he's a private detective, but he finds some good stuff for old Uncle Boo to talk about. I'll give him that. All right. First, the first one on stupid news today is... In New York, a man is battling with his hometown over his pig. They're trying to say it's livestock and you cannot have pigs or pigs within the city limits. But he's saying it's an emotional support. So, yeah, he treats it like a kid and stuff. He's like, oh, oh, come here, little girl, come here. Oh, ooh. I mean, uh, guy needs to, if he wants a kid that bad, go fucking adopt one. Just saying. Yeah, but they're up in arms about it. So I don't know which way that's going to turn, but mm, how things are today, it wouldn't surprise me if he got to keep it saying it's emotional support. So, all right, number two. This one was pretty cool. I enjoyed reading this one. There was a mini boat found on the uh, Norway shore. Well, the boat was launched by a sixth grader in New Hampshire, uh, U.S. In October of uh, 2020, within 462 days later, it showed up in Norway. Ain't that crazy? I thought that was a pretty cool story. <clears throat> now, it's next one's pretty freaking scary if you're afraid of snakes like me. Number three, Air Asia has to have an emergency stop because there is a snake loose on the fucking plane. I shit you not, just like on the movie, Snakes on the Plains, I shit you not. Well, I guess they was transporting the snakes or a snake or something, and it got out, and it was, uh, I haven't flown, and I haven't flown in over 20 years. I've only flown like once in my life, so I don't got that much experience flying. Maybe getting to know you fans and getting my podcast growing will help me travel more. Get out there. But anyways... A woman, it's a TikTok video she made, and you can, <clears throat> you can see the snake just like on the uh, movie crawling in the light above her, and you could see the outline, the shadow, everything, and she's making a TikTok video of it. It's fucking nuts. Well, they had to make an emergency stop and uh, get everybody out and then get the uh, snake off. But that was crazy. Yeah, that motherfucker escaped and was running around the plane. There was legit snakes on the fucking planes. What did Samuel L. say? I'm sick and tired of these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking train. That was so funny. I mean, train. I said snakes on the train. What the fuck? Snakes on the plane. All right. A uh, Number four. A Russian security guard puts eyes on a $1 million avant Grande, Grande painting. Apparently, uh, I don't know why he did it. They didn't say why, but he don't work there anymore. I don't think, I don't know if criminal charges are going to come against him. They didn't, didn't really say. But uh, yeah, he uh, for fucking some reason, he drew some eyes on its picture. That's million dollar fucking picture, yeah. And it sticks out plain as day. That's funny as fuck. Well, <coughs> if you think about it, yeah, right now it's probably going to debunk it for a while. But once the story gets out on it, in 100 years from now, that's something that's going to be going to be worth some money, you know. So I'd keep on to it. Then a uh, number five, a British. Now, this story is fucking funny. A British man found a, a head on the beach of the uh, shores of uh over there, and uh, he found the head, and uh, apparently the head was off of a sex doll. Well, uh, I think they said 
couple miles down from where the head was found, they found the torso, the rest of the sex body. So, but when cops seen them right off the bat, they knew the head wasn't real because it was plastic. But then they uh, had a report of a torso they found too. So they kind of were like, oh shit. Well, then when they found out it was fake, they were like, oh, putting two and two together. And it was like, I see what happened. I see. I see. But yeah, that's how it is in the hood, man. All right. Well, that concludes our stupid news for today. And remember, that's a... Part of the show is brought to us by Security Finance now. If you, uh, it's tax season, and everybody's needing money right now. And if you need your taxes done, and want them done right, and want them done pretty cheap, pretty good price, go down and see my people at Security Finance. Go talk to my girl Carrie in there and tell them Uncle Boo sent you from Borderline Texas Trash, a.k.a. Stephen Booth. But don't tell everybody my real name. But anyways... Uh, yeah, go uh, down there and they do loans. So, hey, it's tax season though. Go get your taxes done. Go get you some money. Spend it on them kids. Well, got done with that. We're going to take a little break right here real quick, but we will be right back with an advertisement. It's, I made this one myself. All right, we'll be back, guys. From not just the United States, but from around the world. Then look no further than ghost stories told from the South. I am the host of the show, Stephen LeBooth. I tell scary stories from all over the world. And I really don't talk like this. I just like doing that at first, try to be scary. But all BS aside... I have a little podcast called Ghost Stories Told from the South. I'm your host, Stephen Booth, baby. We tell, or I tell ghost stories uh, from around the world, you know. We talk about hospitals, roads, bridges, lighthouses, mansions, hotels, uh, anything you can think of. So we cover anything and everything. And my daughter started this show with me, but she quit doing it, so I'm going to it's just me right now, so hey, but come listen. It's called Ghost Stories Told from the South, and the reason it's called that is because uh, I'm from the South, and I'm telling ghost stories from the South. You know what I mean, Jelly Bean? But it's some good old scary stuff. We cover urban legends, too, and just uh, maybe some unsolved mysteries, but it's mostly urban legends and uh, ghost stories and stuff. So, yeah, if you're looking for a good scary time, who sits by the fire with your friends and tells some stories, go check out Ghost Stories Told from the South. We are on Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, uh, Stitcher. Um, we're pretty much on every platform now, guys. We even got a YouTube channel. Go check it out, Ghost Stories Told from the South. We're on Facebook, and we're on Instagram, too. So go check us out at all them places and come check out the podcast. I hope you like it. Hope to see you at the next Skittery Skittery episode. Goodbye. Well, I hope that didn't scare you too bad. That's another podcast to do where I tell scary stories. I started it with my oldest daughter, but she kind of quit on quit doing it with me. So it's just me doing it now. But, you know, that's a, it's okay. It is what it is when you're down with me. But, guys, you know what time it is. What do you say we go see what that little rascal uh, Uncle Dickie's doing? What do you say, man? Dickie C, 
Well, I hope I hope everybody's having a good old time and a good good in a, a good day today. Cause it's a it's prime time for weekend time, man. Weekends around the corner, when we gonna we gonna have some fun in here. Yes, we are. We're gonna have a great time today. I don't have really nothing, but I just want to talk to y'all, catch up on everything. Excuse me, this show. This show might not be that big today, but next next week I, I I'm gonna get some email questions. I'm gonna answer them, and then after that, I'm gonna I've been thinking about doing a a, a new part of Uncle Dickie's show. I'm not for sure. I'm not for sure what I wanna for sure what I wanna do because because the kids think it's funny. They listen to that rap, and I, I don't like rap. I'm just I've always liked country, maybe some rock, you know, play me some skinhead, something like that. But I've never been a real big fan of rap, even when it when, when it first came out. It just ain't my rap, you know. It's just like I don't like opera, you know. Big deal. But the 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 kids and my wife think it'd be a good idea if if I do if I do a little song called if I do a little part of my show called Uncle Dickie Reads Rap and and, and I'm gonna go uh, just they're gonna pick they they're gonna pick a song for me and 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 I'm gonna read the words to it so. We'll see how that goes. It might be a little crazy, but I think we can we can handle it there. But it's all going good down here in the plateaus of Boothville, Louisiana, baby. We're getting ready for some spring. I hear y'all got a little cold cold rush of air brushed through there, cuz. Uh, how y'all been doing? Everything been doing there? I really ain't talked to y'all a whole lot. But, uh, yeah, man, let's let's go see what let, let, how you been doing there, cuz. Oh man, it's been going good. Jackson's getting his basketball season done tomorrow. They got a tournament. I mean, uh, Saturday. Tomorrow's Friday. Um, uh, they don't got school tomorrow, and he's going to be doing baseball again this year. You know, he loves that ship, so he's going to be doing that. Now, yeah, he's looking forward to it. I think it'd be great for him. But hell, man, I don't want to keep you from your show, you know, because you say you are the most recognizable voice in podcasting, even though. You know I am, motherfucker, and I will come down there and I will get you. I will get you in a cage match with you and your four Hothmans, and we will do some dealings, some dealings in the mud and the blood. But I'll get you back to your show, cuz. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut in. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's always sitting there just trying to outdo the best, but I know I'm the best. I'll tell that motherfucker while I get that motherfucker in a cage, I'll beat his ass so bad it'd be like another stockade. I'll be selling tickets left and right, cause I'll be, I'll be, I'll be over in no time after kicking the shit out of that donkey ass motherfucking Texan. <clears throat> but anyways, man, it's all going good down here. I, I, I really can't complain, cause everybody's getting out a little more. The weather's starting to be prettier and better. For for everybody to be hanging outside and stuff, but it it's all coming together beautiful down here. I think we're gonna have a real good spring. You know, we just been getting some rain off the coast and stuff, but we haven't had like any really bad cold temperatures or nothing like that. But we've been getting some rain here and there, kind of cool weather, but nothing to go cry to mama about like y'all been getting. But uh, I heard y'all had some storms come through the other night, so that's why I was just wondering about you there, cause. But yeah, it's going good down here. The kids getting ready to finish up school. They only got like ten weeks of school left, man, and I can't believe it. And I do want to say, man, cause we're gonna have to do something. We're gonna have to do a a big old party or something for your two year anniversary. For your two year anniversary, two year anniversary doing your podcast. Cause I mean, I came in like right in the middle of the first year, y'all. That y'all started doing it there, you know. So, but anyway, cuz I'm a, I'm proud of you and keep up the good work there, cuz, cuz you're doing a great job. I don't care what the fuck everybody says. This is the number one podcast in podcast land. This is the number one voice besides him. <laughs> but it's all going good. Just want to congratulate you on that. But you're gonna have to do something big for your two year, man. Your two years of doing a podcast, baby. It's fucking amazing. And I'm glad you called me and got me down here on this ship too, cause it's it's, it's been great. It's been fun. I I I like doing it. Keeps me in touch with you all the time. 
So, yeah, that, that'd that be good. But, uh, well, I mean, there ain't really a whole lot going on. It, it, it's the same old, same old down here, cuz. But, uh, I guess if you don't mind, I'll just, uh, switch it back over to you there, cuz. If, uh, we'll, uh, talk to you later there, you big old peanut factory. Oh, but I do want to say something. I am so proud of them truck drivers up there in Canada for standing the ground and not letting the police break up the protest yet. And it's just, it's just stand up for your freedom wherever you live. Stand up for your freedom. Don't let people take that from you. You know, you do have a voice and you can use it. I say toot toot to them guys up there in Canada, man. You truckers are badass. But this has been Uncle Dickie, the most recognizable voice in the podcast in the world today, baby. I'm glad you came down and got live and around down like a funky chicken with me tonight, baby. Woo, we got funky like a monkey. Ate some ton of greens and got high on the Stevie Greens. I don't know what the fuck I said. But hey, anyways, we'll we check your cool cats later. And you'll have a good day. Alright, bye. Well, I hope you enjoyed that old cuss. He's one crazy son of a bitch, I'll tell you. I'll be god dying. Sorry, my Mac was sagging. Maybe I need to give my mic stand a little Viagra. He'll stand up a little straighter. <laughs> well, all right, guys, we're going to get into a little thing called Today in History. Today in History, the Lincoln War started. When John Tunnell was killed in 1878. Remember that on the movie uh, Young Guns? They killed Billy the Kid's uh, boss, I guess you could say. Yeah. Well, that started that off. Well, then, on that date, 1939, the Golden Gate Bridge opened up. <clears throat> then, in 1878, the phone first, the f- telephone's first exchange station was built in San Francisco. And what they mean by exchange station, that's where the operators and all them sat. And, so, and it was, you know, they had a big old board and they just sat there all day and they had headphones on. And I, get, I don't know, I wasn't alive back then, but what I gathered, you'd pick it up. Operator, that's what you'd hear. Uh, can you put me into. I don't know how they did their numbers or what their numbers were, but, you know, 5566 or whatever. Okay, they'd click it in there, and it'd run to your house, and you'd pick your phone up, and, hey, how you doing there, cheese dick? Yeah, that's what that was, basically. But now they don't even need that because everybody really don't have landlines anymore. Uh, I mean, your big businesses and stuff still do, still do but... Like normal people, normal regular day people don't. Okay, the in this day in 1933, the first copy of Newsweek was published. And then on this date, we should all have a drink because of this. In 1933, on this date, prohibition ended. The bill was passed to end it. And when they ended it, it was a party. People were, booze was flowing. Well, because the story was what I gathered going through my old history notes there, that um, a um, they when they see the ending was coming to the end of prohibition, your big old beer companies and liquor companies that survived the prohibition days started uh, already had uh, booze and stuff in stock ready to go so when it ended excuse me they just just started sending it out so yeah that's what was funny you couldn't make it or nothing but when they seen the writing on the wall they're like fuck it start making it it's pretty cool well, let's see what else I got for you girls and guys. <laughs> oh, God. I'm in a good mood. Kind of mad, though. I was really looking forward to doing my YouTube video tonight, but I'll have to do it again. Or do it next week. All right. Where is... Is this it? Oh, 
Here we go. All right, I'm ready. All right, our next little sick bit <laughs> is Dumb Facts of February. I mean, these really aren't dumb facts. It's just like, eh, some of this stuff is like, okay, why do I need to know that? But let's get started. February fluctuates between having 28 and 29 days per year. The 29th day only occurs every four years during leap years. Hmm, very interesting. See, but everybody knew that. The length of February was finalized when Julius Caesar re, uh, remade the uh, Roman calendar and assigned the month Oh, and assigned the month 28 days and 29 days in 1713 B.C. February was officially added to the Roman calendar. If you were born in February, your birthstone is an, is an amethyst and your flower is a primrose. The, <clears throat> the Western Zodiac signs... In February are the Aquarius, which is until February 19th, and then the Pisces, which is until February 20th. Over time, the length of February kept changing. At one time, it had, uh, it had as little as 23 days. In the Northern, Hemis in the northern Hemisphere, February is the third month of winter. Meanwhile, in the Southern Hemisphere, February is the, is the last month of summer. Uh, that's weird as caca. Yeah. February is our third month of winter, crackheads. <laughs> That'd be weird having summer in February. Wow. Between the North and South Hemisphere, February is the uh, equivalent of, an, of August. Wow, that's weird. So February is their hottest month, and usually it's around one of our coldest. The name of February comes from the Latin word februam, which means perfection. Huh. February was named after a perfection ritual, which was like an, early, like an early Roman spring cleaning festival. So... Is that where we uh, get the saying spring cleaning from the Romans? If so, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going to have this weekend. Probably next, this weekend and next, the big old spring cleaning. Clean up the yard and all that good stuff. In Welch, February is sometimes known as Wymus Bash. Which means a little month, February and January, were the last months added to the Roman numeral calendar. Oh. The Saxons called February Soul Month, which means cake month, because they would over they would offer cakes to the gods during February. Oh, that makes sense. That's why we have Valentine's Day and pastries. <laughs> All of the words you can misspell. February is one of the most misspelled words in the English language. Because everybody forgets that R. You know, they sound it out February. And if, you know, but if it's not February, it's Feb February. Ugh, never mind. I could say it if it wasn't on air right now. Anyways, where was I? During Feb. Yeah, okay, during February. Okay, misspelled words. Even the White House has misprinted the word February before in a press release. February is the only month where it is possible to go the entire time without uh, having a full moon. Well, we had one, so I know that didn't happen this year here. So, February is possible to... Okay. 
The odds of being born on February 29th are about one in whatever. One in uh, 1,461%. Those born on leap day can be called leapers or leaping. Well, my wife that passed, she was a leap year baby. She was uh, born on the February 29th. March and November always start on the uh, same day of the week unless it is a leap year. Didn't know that either. It was in February of 1964 when the Beatles made their first American television appearance on the Ed Sullivan Show. Over 73 million Americans watched. There were uh, there were many. Oh, <laughs> another fact. See, like I mean, right there. That's why I call them dumb facts. That how's that? really informational to help you out when the Beatles first aired. There are many U.S. states that uh, entered the uh, Union during the month of February. These include Massachusetts, Oregon, Arizona, Mississippi, which were uh, redeemed, redmented, Readmitted. Sadly, on February the 1st, 2003, the space shuttle Columbia broke apart in flight, which killed all seven crews. That ha- Oh, man. The accident believed to be a result of damage that occurred during the, left, the lift of the liftoff. They tragically occurred only 16 months before the shuttle was scheduled to land. Well, remember back in the 80s, I remember watching a kid watching that one in the 80s that blew up because I was going to TikTok, TikTok, where was I at? TikTok, TikTok. Trying to think. Uh, I think I was going to leave. No, I was probably uh, still in the fourth grade. But anyways, I remember watching that and when it blew up, we was all like, Oh, man, we were kids, and I was like, wow. Uh, What do we got? Then on February uh, 2nd of 1848, U.S. and Mexico signed the Treaty of Guadalupe Hidalgo, which ended uh, their war. The U.S. paid paid Mexico $15 million in exchange for California, Nevada, Utah, Mexico, Colorado, Wisconsin, and Texas. Wow, that's a big old chunk of land. Can you imagine selling fucking land for that much? It'd probably go that high nowadays. But Jesus Louise, make me say sneezy. Okay, what else do we got on the show now? Ooh, it's one of my favorite parts. Oh yeah, it's time to talk about the gangsters, my mob stuff. All right, well remember how we was going over the Philly mob? We already went over the first boss, he ended up retiring. So let's see what happened to the second one. Sorry, turn my light on more so I can see. Okay. The second guy in command, he came in when um, that guy retired in 31, the first guy. The second guy's name was John Nazone Aviana. He was uh, born in uh, Messina, Sicily in 1893. Okay, he was also known as John Danada, and he was a Sicilian-American mobster of the American Costa Nostra, which Costa, Costa, Costa Nostra, it means our thing. Anyways, and during the 1930s, boss of the uh, Philly crime family, which later be, later became known as the Bruno family. He got his nickname because of his long nose. Yeah, this guy had a honker. Uh, 
But there wasn't too much on this fella like there was the other guy because he didn't lead that long. Eviana took over the took over running the Philly family after the first chief, Salvatore Sambila, retired in 1931. Under Avina's leadership, the family formed an alliance with the Jewish criminal uh, syndicate called the 69th Street Mob. In addition to the uh, illegal gambling, Ivana also said to have been active in the drug trafficking and uh, blackmail. During the 1930s, there was an ongoing conflict with the uh, with Giuseppe Joe uh, Ber- Giuseppe Devi. Devi. He was trying to gain control in the uh, summer of 1936. Avino was murdered by his own men in a uh, drive-by shooting. In a drive-by shooting, and Casipi Deva became the uh, new boss. The infamous La Lanzetta brothers are said to have been responsible for shooting of the uh, 43-year-old boss on the corner of Washington and Passiac Avenue. An unarmed man shot from the rear window of a passing car at Avita and his uh, business partner, Martin uh, Flinstein, both died uh, in the attack. During the investigation, the police found that the... uh, Three further uh, murder attempts had been taking place on Avena in the uh, previous ten years, but uh, they but they failed except for this last one. An estimated five hundred people gathered outside of Avena's house on Fifteenth uh, Street on the day of the funeral. Funeral. He left behind his widow Grace and uh, their son. Well, see what I mean? He had a short life, so there wasn't a whole lot about this guy because he was pretty cut and dry. But they had a good run when he ran the family, but that's the price you pay for living in the mob. I mean, living that kind of life. I mean, he already had three <coughs> attempts on his ass in the past 10 years. And then that silly-ass clown's pushing luck going, I think I'm going to try one more time to get past it and it blew up in his fucking face literally okay we got one more thing to go over before I start my bitching Uh, alright our uh, last little thing we got today is Back in time, 1957. All right, 1957. Let's go over the uh, top songs from that uh, era. What are your shirts, Gonna go uh, do the first uh, top 20. So we're gonna go from one to 20. All right, the number one hit that year was uh, Jailhouse Rock by old Elvis Presley. Then we had Great Balls of Fire by Jerry Lee Lewis. Then we had That'd Be the Day hey, hey, by Buddy Holly. Then we got uh, Diana, Paul Aka. We got All Shook Up from Elvis. We got Banana Boat Song from Harry Belofty. Love Letters in the Sand, Pat Boone, Little Darling, The Diamonds, a whole lot of shaking going on, Jerry Lee Lewis, then we have Let Me Be Your Teddy Bear, I know you know me, anyway, sorry, man, he's got three songs in the top ten, and Jerry Lee, Lee, Jerry Lee has two, wow. Then we got uh, Tammy from Debbie uh, Reynolds. 
Then we got Bye Bye Love, the Beverly Brothers. Blah, Beverly Brothers. I love that song. Bye Bye Love. Dun, 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 dun. Bye Bye Happiness. <sighs> then we had uh, You Send Me by Sam Cooke. Then we have At the Hop, Danny and the uh, Juniors. That's a cool song, too. At the Hop, Hop, Hop. You can swing them, you can fling them. At the Hop, 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 Hop. Then we got uh, Peggy Sue, Buddy Holly. That's another one of his. He's got two in the top 20. Then we got Wake Up Little Susie, the Everly Brothers. Then we got Young Love, Todd, or Tab Hunter. Young Love, First Love. Uh, April Love, Pat Boone. I'm walking. Uh, Fats, uh, Fat Domino, Fats Dominoes, and then uh, All the Way, Frank Sinatra. What does All the Way mean, Frank? I mean, really, let's be frank about it. What does it mean? See what I did there. All right, here are the top movies from 1957, starting from number one to. Well, we'll go all the way to 12. The uh, Bridge on the River Kauai. Then we got Sayonara. Then Peyton Place. Gunfight at the OK Corral. A Farewell Two Arms. The Pride and the Passion. Island in the Sun. Joe House Rock. Less Girls, I Was a Teenage Werewolf, what, 1957, oh, I was, it wasn't, okay, never mind, The uh, Prince and the Showgirl, number 12, that's crazy, they thought their numbers were big back then, and they grossed 65,200, wow, okay, now we're going to go over the top selling cars of 1957. I'm going to go with the Cadillac 60 Special, then the Cadillac El Dorado Brogham, then we got the uh, Chevrolet Bel Air, then we got the Chevrolet Bel Air, Bel Air Noman, then we have the Chrysler Sarantaga, then we have the Chrysler New Yorker. The Chrysler 3000 and the Continental Mark II. Then we have the DeSota Diplomat, uh, Diplomat, the DeSota Fireflight Hardtop Coupe. Then we have the DeSota Fireflight Four Door Sedan. Then we have the Dodge Royal. It's a royally Dodge. Then we have the Dodge Kingsway, the Ford Custom 300, the Ford Fairlane 500, the Ford Fairlane 500 Country Sedan. That's the uh, wagons. Okay, I said you. Then we have the Ford Fairlane 500 Skyliner. Then we have the Ford Thunderbird. Then we have the Hus uh, Hudson Hornet. The Imperial Crown. And we have the Lincoln Primer and the Mercury Monteri. Well, that was the top cause of the year, see? <laughs> All right. And here we go. Here is, uh, okay. A new house back then cost uh, $10,000 brand new. And the average income was $4,494 a year, guys, a year. Now, listen to this. New cars started out at $1,879, $79. And that was just your basic car. But if you put all the extras on it, it was 3474 Yeah. Milk was a dollar. Gas was $0.25, cents, yo-yo. And bread was $0.19. Cents. Wow, wow, wow. Makes you think about how fucking bad shits went up, man. 
crazy, man. But that's how it was back in 1957. I hope you enjoyed that stuff. Well, I'm going to take me a swallow of coffee. And you know what it's time for, guys. It's time for the end of the show and for me to do my daily bitching and fussing and just fussing. Oh, man, yeah. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the convoy uh, in Canada. Well, they met their destination and they got, I guess, to the capital of Canada. I'm not for sure. But they're standing their ground and the police are telling them, you know, to leave Break up the protest, don't be doing it, da-da-da-da-da. And the truckers are like, I don't give a shit, I'm staying. One of them even said, I'm prepared to sit here and get sprayed with the fa- get sprayed in the face with mace all day. He's like, we're not moving, this is bullshit. And then here's what I don't get. See, they, over there, their government isn't like ours. I mean, I think they vote on theirs, I'm not for sure. I'm not, I don't know. So please, uh... Inform me on that, you uh, fellow Canadians and my friend up there, Kim. Uh, how do you is y'all's elected or what? So, but anyways, their their prime minister is like their president, like we have. <coughs> well, that's motherfucker. I don't see how he's going to stay in office if they have a, an election. I don't see him getting elected back again because not only is he just making a mockery of all this, he's just. Making himself look stupid and intelligent. He's sitting there and he's calling these truck drivers, basically. They're unsafe to everybody. They're unsafe to the people. And they need to quit their uh, protest and all that. Or it's going to be shut down. And just basically call them terrorists and everything else. That's bullshit. Number one, where do you get off government? Hanging your people's jobs people's fucking jobs over their head and dangling them like a carrot well if you don't do what i say you won't have a job if you don't get the poke you're out of here <coughs> here's what people don't understand and i'll say this to the day i die and i know that's because i used to drive the 18 uh the truckers in the country are the backbone of the fucking country you piss them off jackasses they're not going to, you're not going to get nothing. I mean, how do you think you get them a pack of smokes from the store? Someone delivers them. How do you think you get that beer from the corner grocery store and that steak and that? How do you think you get that brand new grill? It was uh, shipped there, jackass. And if we continue <coughs> to keep pissing the 18-wheeler drivers off, the truckers off, whether they're in Canada, America. We're not going to get shit anymore, guys. You know, and some stuff in stores is already slim pickings. You know, so what the fuck? Put your head out of your ass and quit being stupid and quit pissing the people off that are the blood, sweat, and tears of the country of Canada and America. The fucking truck drivers. I mean, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't have nothing, you fucking morons. How do you think it's going to get here, a train? Well, it can get flown in. Okay, but if you live in a small town like me, jackass, it still has to get distributed. God. I mean, keep pissing these uh, people off, guys, and watch what happens. We won't get shit or have shit. And then y'all be crying, maybe we shouldn't have made them mad. It just irritates me. I don't know what kind of democracy our country's coming to or that country, you know, and I mean, and then that same prime minister said something about the Jews and the, uh, whatever they call their meeting place. Like we call ours the White House and, uh, Capitol Hill and like that. I'm not for sure what they call their meeting place where their, you know, elected members get together. So. But yeah, guys, I wish everybody could just wake up and just for once come together on everything. I mean, because either way we go, this shit's getting fucked up. If we would all just come together when it's time to vote for a president and just vote third third party, send a message to these son of a bitches that we're tired of the people you're putting in front of us to run for the country. 
And I'm sure Canada's got the same problem America does with politicians getting in that fucking office up there and freaking making a career out of it. And then Biden's up there in the fucking office pushing for a pay raise. Really? Who's going to pay for that? Me, you fucking moron. I mean, come on. When is he going to give the working man a break? They never do. They never will, guys. That's why we got to stick together whether you're in in Canada, America, wherever. We got to stick together because they're not going to look out for the fucking working man, the regular man like me and you. They never will. They never have. So we've got to get past that. Y'all guys got to understand that. But once we do, man, and get together, we can fucking rock them and send a message to them son of a bitches. You know, yeah, just, it's just crazy. Tired, I'm sorry if I'm rambling there. But yeah, I was disappointed too. I was really, I was really looking forward to doing a YouTube video tonight. But I'll do one over the weekend, maybe put a little 15-minute one up there and talk and bullshit or something. So y'all can see my ugly mug. But, uh, yeah, dudes, I guess I'm going to go ahead and start wrapping this up. Uh, thank you guys for listening. And thank you for my fans all around the world. And thank you for everything. It's growing, getting bigger. Going to be celebrating two years. And you guys can be there with me celebrating it. So don't forget to check us out on Spotify. We're pretty much on every platform. Go check us out on YouTube. Don't forget, go to our Facebook page. Check that out. And uh, go to Instagram, too, guys. But this has been the most recognizable voice and podcast in the day, baby. It's your friend and mine, Uncle Boo, baby. We're going to get funky like a monkey on some ton-up greens. You know why? Because Uncle Boo said so. And that's the bottom line, babies and ladies. Let's all get funky like a monkey. But I'm glad you guys stopped by today to listen to Borderline Texas Trash. Hope you have a great weekend. Be safe. Be good, guys. And let's look out for each other, man. And unite. You know, I just wish we would. But you guys be good. Be real. Peace. Love you, doogie dog.